This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Hi guys, it's Mark Lloyd and uh, welcome to this podcast. It was a very emotional day for me on Wednesday of this week as it was in fact my 30th radio anniversary. 30 years ago since I first walked into our sister station, Dubai 92, to present my first show and we celebrated in style. Uh, Nada from uh, Wandering with Nada kind of turned the tables on me and uh, she became the presenter and I was being interviewed about some of my memories of radio and uh, the years that I've spent here, 30-odd years here in the UAE. I also spoke uh, with the Laughter Factory's Gail Clough and Dave Katanak from the Irish Village talking about memories of being here throughout the years from the mid-1980s. And finally, we took a look at things to do across the weekend for the kids with Kareem from Kids App. Do enjoy it and uh, don't forget to join me live on the show. That's Lunch with Lloyd, weekdays from 11 o'clock only on Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Lloyd. On Dubai Eye 103.8. And welcome in to uh, the show. Yeah, a landmark one for me. And thank you so much for the messages coming along, which I will read out um, a little bit later on. Well, I'm just going to butt in. I also yeah. want to know to everyone out there, how many years have you been listening to Mark <laughs> Lloyd? If someone says 30 years... Uh, I'm, I'm going to give them a prize yeah, from think, my own pocket. I think I will as well. Um, yeah, and funnily enough, I, I've got to do it. The, the song um, that I opened up my first ever radio show with 30 <gasps> years ago, I'm going to play it right now. As I just loved uh, Phil Collins and probably my favourite song from uh, Phil. And he had a great, nice, long introduction that you could talk about. Welcome to the show. We got this coming up. We got that coming up. Finn, thank you for your message. Uh, Very happy anniversary of the music, man. Love you too as well, Finn. Thanks for that. So let's get it rocking and rolling, shall we? And uh, stick around. You can be a winner big time. Here comes Phil Collins and Something Happened on the Way to Heaven. So there it is, Phil Collins, played him 30 years ago and he sounds just as good in 2021, if you ask me. Thank you so much, guys, for uh, your messages coming along. Ian, happy 30th anniversary, Mark. You're a legend. Much appreciated. Uh, Midra as well, messaging in, uh, wishing me all the best. Uh, Cherian, you uh, text into the business breakfast. Mabrook, congratulations. Fantastic stuff. 
And um, Aruma, you're back with us as well. Great to have you uh, on the show. I think she sent a message to you as well, Zena, as uh, Aruma. Yes, uh, she says, you know, Zena, I know why I can't claim to have heard Mark 30 years ago. I left for my studies in India in May of 1991. That was 30 years ago. So my daily 24 hours on the radio in Dubai concluded a few months before Mark's first day on air. Oh, wow. There's a a memory, uh, Aruma. Thank you so much for sending that in. Thank you, Rosanna. I love that name. And there's a great song by Toto uh, named Rosanna. Thank you for uh, uh, the compliment on, on the show. And uh, I'm so glad that you enjoy each and every day and uh, much appreciated. I'm probably going to be in tears by the end of this show. I'm going to go to the lines. Dr. Carthy joins us on the programme. He's taken a little break from doing his dental work and he's on the radio now. Good morning, Dr. Carthy. How are you? Good morning, Mark. How are you? And congratulations on the 30 years. Thank you very much. Where were you 30 years ago, Doctor? 30 years ago, I was in my college. Okay. Dentistry, studying with dentistry. Studying dentistry at college, and I was going on exactly. the radio. And here we are talking My to each other. Said, you're fantastic. Really, 30 <laughs> years is a long journey. <laughs> it, it is a long journey, and uh, it's been fun all the way. Um, it really is. Yeah. Um, it's, it's been absolutely amazing. And, uh, and we, we like to play some of you your. Did, f- you did start with a fantastic bang with a song. Yeah. It was one of my favorites, yeah. Yeah, Phil Collins, Something Happened on the Way to Heaven. Uh, tell me about your musical taste, Doctor. What, what, what do you like? I know you like um is it penny love lionel, lionel richie yeah oh yeah penny lover stuck on you i mean any lionel richie song especially uh these three penny lover stuck on you and hello those are your favorite songs why, why do you like them and so much phil collins oh probably it uh, was released when i was growing up yeah and uh, that's my kind of a music brian adams all these are my kind of music. So. The classics are what you like. Okay, well, um, as it's a, a big day for me, I'm going to play your song from the one and only Lionel Richie. This is Penny Lover for Dr. Carthy. Thank you so much. The first time I saw you Oh, you look so Listening to Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai I 103.8.
Thank you, Aruma. Great to have you along with so many messages. Um, you remember the classical hour on Dubai FM 92. And then I will come on at four o'clock. And uh, also, uh, glad you enjoyed Back in Dubai. It's a long time since, since I've played that as well, let me tell you. Sal Davis, but an absolutely brilliant song from the 1980s, all about our wonderful city. Beside me today is uh, producer Zena, who, uh, of course, uh, produced uh, my show for... Uh, a long time, uh, maybe over a year or so. Over yeah. a year. Yeah, over a year. We had a fun run. Yeah, we did. Of course, you've moved on now to uh, uh, another show, to Afternoons with uh, with Helen. Uh, but my producer, Punam, um, she's on leave at the moment in the UK, in uh, in Birmingham. But she, apparently she left me a message, so I'm going to play it out. All right, Marky Marky, it's Poonam from Birmingham. Hi, Mark. How are you? I wanted to wish you an amazing 30th anniversary. I've only been working with you for three months and I'm looking forward, even though I'm sure you're not, to the next 30 years. So you won't get rid of me that quickly. Uh, Sorry I can't be there today, but I'm thinking of you and I hope you have a wonderful day. Lots of love from Birmingham. It's lovely and rainy here. I bet it is, yeah. Well, thank you for that Birmingham accent coming out there (laughs) on the show from producer Puna. Thank you for all your messages. Amira, um, congratulations on 30 years in radio and thank you for making this decision. I can't tell you enough how much joy your voice brings me and keeps me company when I'm doing the school run. Amira, I will treasure that uh, message, let me tell you. This is Dubai Eye 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. Welcome back into the show, and thank you so much for all your messages, um, Annie. Um, real uh, pleasure to have you on the show. Many congratulations, Mark. Clearly, remember uh, our first meeting in Abu Dhabi. Those were the days. They certainly were, Annie. Um, also, um, what have we got? Renat, um, Renate, um, congrats, Mark. Uh, I do remember the lovely times when you were performing at the Falcon Lounge in the Hilton Hotel. <laughs> You've been around a long time in Dubai, for sure. Thanks for that message. And also Path uh, messaging in Mark Lloyd at the Rack Bank Best Brains in the Business Quiz um, that was hosted by Dubai I 103.8. It was a pleasure meeting in my table won the second year that I participated and came runners-up in the first year. So uh, strong teams there, Path. I, I never remember actually winning that, but I'm glad that, I'd, uh, that you did. Uh, now then, uh, let's get back to um, the show. And of course, uh, each and every Wednesday, we go for a wander with Nada, who takes us all around the UAE, looking at some, some fantastic uh, places to dine, uh, to go along and enjoy join museums and uh, really to spend quality time here in Dubai, Sharjah and in Abu Dhabi. Nada, always a pleasure to have you on the show. How are you? I am great. How are you today? Very, very good. So um, where have you dug up for us to go and visit this week? What are we going to be doing? Well, as you know, Mark, today is no ordinary day. Uh, It is your 30-year anniversary uh, since joining Dubai 92 back in 1991. Um, And you've been busy entertaining the UAE ever since. And so I first want to congratulate you on this incredible achievement. Um, And instead of me taking you on my weekly wanders in the city, today we're going to be wandering down memory lane. So you're going to be interviewing me so you're taking over my show basically nada um you're I, in the you're I in the driving exactly. seat <laughs> so we're going to be sharing your amazing story right from the start 
um, when your feet first landed in Dubai's desert back in 1985. That's right. Yeah, 1985 was the first time that um, I touched down here in the UAE, and uh, it was to go and perform. I was a keyboard player with a, a girl singer who was fantastic, called Michelle, and it was to go and perform at the Holiday Inn, which was a beautiful hotel uh, down in Sharjah, right there on the Corniche. And, uh, and yeah, what was the name of the band? The name of the band we were called Blitz at the time. Um, that was the name of our band. Uh, but most people know us as Mark and Michelle. Um, that, that kind of uh, really stuck, Mark and Michelle. And, uh, yeah, that was our first ever gig down there um, in Charger. You're right. The name does have a nice ring to it. Um, and, yeah, you, you said, so 1985, so you had stepped off a plane and, and I guess kind of started working there. I think it was a three-month contract? It was a three-month contract. Um, sadly, it got cut short um, for one reason or, or another. We quickly nipped over to Bahrain, where our agent managed to find us um, another gig over there in the Ramada in Bahrain. But then we came back, and uh, the gig that really set us off and uh, really kind of cemented our time here was that the Dubai Hilton, which was right next to the World Trade Center at the time. And the Dubai Hilton had a lovely lounge called the Falcon Lounge. And one of our listeners messaging in saying that they saw me there. And that was really, um, you know, no looking back after that gig. We were in that hotel for close on 10 years. Oh, wow. And what, what kind of music were you playing? We were playing a lot of the pop music of the time. It was um, the mid-1980s to the late 80s, so we'd do a lot of uh, the pop tunes, the Madonna songs, the Lionel Richie songs, you know, the big tunes of, of the day. And I would sing backing vocals to uh, Michelle, who uh, really did a lot of uh, fantastic songs. Uh, that, that the likes of Barbara Streisand and the Carpenters as well were bigger on our playlist. So, you know, the real cl- classic tunes of the time. Oh, wow. And I hear, I think you also did them in other languages, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Um, Michelle was very good on languages. So she used to uh, sing songs in uh, in Tagalog. She'd do Arabic uh, very, very well. Sida Lee was a very popular song at the time, uh, as was um, a tune called Rosanna. Um, yeah, we, we would sing in several languages. French was uh, a strong one as well. And even in Persian. So, um, yeah, we we had a lot of songs in various different languages, which was a lot of fun at the time. Oh, I'll bet. Well, speaking of Michelle, I actually have a, a small surprise for you. I actually got in touch with her. Oh. Um, and I have actually a message from her, just kind of also kind of going down memory lane, remembering her time with you, of course, performing here. So I'm just going to read out what she had said. Um, overall, I spent almost 20 years of my life uh, working with Mark Lloyd. And it was an honor and a privilege to share such an extended career with him. We remain great friends and our families also. It has been an absolute pleasure to see Mark go on uh, to solo success as one of the Gulf's leading and most well-known radio personalities. And I am proud and delighted to have been there at the start. Lovely message. No, that, that has got me tearing up a little bit, I can tell you. I know, I know Michelle Aww. actually recorded my first show when I first went on to Dubai 92 with her cassette player, actually recorded the show. And um, amazing that you got in touch with Michelle. She's uh, over in Australia now. And, uh, yeah, really, that, that has uh, made my day, seriously. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. Well, she also shared a lot of hilarious, funny moments uh, <laughs> that she remembers. I'm going to mention a couple because they are truly, I'd say, um, funny. Yeah. There was apparently a time back in 1985 while you guys were prefer- uh, preparing for your first ever Gulf contract. 
Um, and one of the senior F&B management rang the house where you had lived uh, <laughs> to discuss some of the cargo details. Yeah. And apparently your dad answered the phone and he was completely flustered by the important sounding phone call. And so he hurried to find you guys shouting, it's the food and beverage <laughs> manager right. on the phone, yeah. Mark. My dad, had, <laughs> my dad had never stayed in a five-star hotel and, uh, <laughs> you know, not really uh, the posh kind of life. And he didn't, he didn't know what a food and beverage manager was. So he came rushing to me. There's a, a food and beverage manager calling from Sharjah. Pick up the phone. Yeah. And she says, apparently, that's all you'll ever call it going forward. Yeah, boot and beverage. And a funny thing as well, when Michelle and I did arrive here, um, part of our contract was, of course, to eat in the hotel. And they said, you're entitled to eat the buffet um, in, in the hotel coffee shop. Now, where I come from, a buffet is only cold food. It's like cold sandwiches and, and salads. That's what we would call okay. the buffet. Um, we didn't realize that we were allowed to eat the hot food as well for probably about four or five days when the, the actual coffee shop manager came over to us and said, why do you guys not eat any hot food? <laughs> said you're allowed to eat okay. the hot food as well. But yeah, that was uh, another great memory of that. Oh, that is hilarious. Well, the other funny moment that you also shared was apparently management at some point asked you for some Christmas photos um, suitable for their Christmas leaflet promotions. Okay. Um, and so she says the problem that it was kind of only November and no one had any decorations up. Okay. Um, and back in the 80s, she says it wasn't easy to find Christmas decorations, uh, probably even more so in November, right? Right. Um, and so she, she told me a story where she remembered seeing a spinny supermarket on Jumeirah Beach Road uh -huh. putting up their window display earlier right. that yeah, year yeah. or that day. Uh -huh. um, so you guys just decided to drive over there in Christmas outfits from the year before. And you guys headed there in a taxi with a friend who had a camera. Um, strolled into the newly made Christmas set in front of Spinney's and you just posed with the decorations there <laughs> and your friend just took photos through the window. I know, uh, unbelievable. Um, that, that was the Spinney's um, on the beach road um, just um, along from the uh, Magrudi Centre. I mean, it's still in that location, similar location. It's been redone now. But yeah, it was probably one of the original Spinney's um, in, in Dubai on the beach road. I'm sure a lot of our listeners uh, will remember that place. And uh, yeah, um, we just rocked up there in christmas attire everybody's kind of looking at us wondering what the, what on earth is going on and took our christmas photos i think i've still got oh them actually God. yeah but what about management i mean i'm sure the staff were just kind of shocked to see people just standing by the window taking photos in costume in november exactly and uh, it was sequins as well so it was a shiny um outfit that uh, michelle had on um a sequin a red sequined um uh outfit that she had specially made um for for christmas yeah Great memory. Oh, wow. Well, I know you can see me on camera, so I am going to ask, does this photo remind you of anything? Uh, that is the photograph, I believe. <laughs> that is the photograph. Where you've got all this stuff from, Nada, um, I don't believe you. I've been a detective <laughs> over the last uh, few years. I am. <laughs> I am. I definitely am. But honestly, Michelle was incredibly helpful and so happy to share this information. So I was just glad to be listening to the stories. Brilliant. Well, um, you really have made my day with that, with that photograph and, uh, you know, with my dear friend Michelle uh, appearing on the show today. It really has been super special. Oh, wonderful. Well, from there, I believe you um, also kind of like to, at some point 
started playing in other places around the Gulf and I think even abroad as well. You guys had a, was it a TV show or you guys were playing on TV in the UK at some point? Yeah, we uh, we won a talent competition uh, in, in the UK or appeared on a talent competition. I think we did win it, yeah. Uh, it was called Top Town and uh, it, it pitted different towns from various parts of the UK with talent. Um, you might have a comedian on, you might have, uh, you know, a ventriloquist and uh, we appeared on that and uh, we won it for Manchester. I remember that. And uh, we actually jetted home to uh, appear on that TV show. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai I 103.8. Yes, indeed. Welcome back to the show. This is Lunch with Lloyd all the way through the hour of 2 o'clock today. Thank you for so many messages that are coming along. Uh, Dion, hardest working presenter on radio. Thank you for that. And also, uh, uh, Joe Chim, um, congratulations, young Mark. I've been here long enough to have had the pleasure of uh, your amazing tunes right from the very start. I was here when Sal Davis released Back in Dubai. Let's see if we can give that one a spin a little bit later on. But uh, right now we are returning uh, to our conversation with uh, Wanda with Nada, who's pretty much taken over my radio show. Feels strange being interviewed, um, but I'm enjoying it. I must say, Nada. So uh, what else have you got for me? Well, the other story that I um, also heard from her was a really, really nice one about a birthday surprise that she pulled off for you. So apparently it was your birthday and um, you, I don't think, had anything planned. So she had arranged with the management uh, that you guys took the night off. And she called you to tell you to head over to the Hilton Hotel double quick uh, to play happy birthday for a VIP guest. And so I guess you reluctantly drove over because it was obviously your day off or yeah, something. Yeah. And grumbling all the way and was amazed to find the place packed with all your friends there to celebrate your 40th birthday. Yes, I remember that like it was yesterday. <laughs> and, um, yeah, just walking into that uh, particular place, of course, it was called Humphreys at the Hilton Hotel. And um, just everybody, that uh, all the friends that I'd made um, over the years in Dubai were all there. It was an absolutely brilliant night. And uh, one that I'll never forget forget another one that i'll never forget as well is um actually meeting and uh, uh chatting to one of my favorite singers um, mick hucknell of of simply red uh, which uh, michelle organized as well he was uh, doing a concert here and was staying at the hilton hotel and got to meet him and have a chat with him which was pretty amazing let me tell you nada Oh, I'm sure. Well, a final sort of message. It has truly been a privilege to have Mark Lloyd as a friend and colleague. We've laughed together, cried together, enjoyed success, and survived an occasional disaster. <laughs> she says a 4 7 Shamal on Jumeirah Beach oh. whilst performing open air springs to mind. It certainly does, yeah. Uh, probably the windiest night ever. Um, in fact, I think the, the actual gig got abandoned after about the first two songs. Uh, <laughs> all my keyboards were covered in sand took me weeks to clean them all and um yeah it, it was just one of those we should never have been out there on the beach but we, <laughs> but we were and uh, luckily we lived to tell the tale oh that's amazing well apparently after that i think in abu dhabi is uh, where you met your wife in 1990 it certainly is yeah um met her at uh, the holiday inn in uh, in abu dhabi a gig that i was playing at and uh, yeah um there, there was no no two ways about it that was the girl that i was going to marry She's called Jean. Oh, oh wow. And uh, from there, I think, is when you started with uh, Dubai 92, just right after, right? 1991? 
It certainly was. Um, yeah, I, I was married and uh, was expecting our first child. So, uh, you know, the days of being a rock and roll star, I think, <laughs> were kind of behind me. I needed something a little bit more permanent. Uh, so I tried my hand. I made a cassette tape, a demo to send off to uh, the then boss of uh, Dubai 92. Her name was Kalud. And she liked it and invited me in to do a, a proper audition, which I did. Oh. And um, pretty much straight away, I got my afternoon show. And it was uh, the days back in uh, the 1990s where Dubai kind of shut down for a while in the afternoon. It, we would all go home and have a siesta. Even the weekends were different. It was um, it was Thursday and Friday back then. I'm sure you probably yeah. remember that, Nada. And, uh, oh, we definitely do, yeah. Uh, so I would come on uh, with a show called Good Sounds. It was after a classical hour because, as I said, Dubai kind of wound down for uh, a little bit of a siesta uh, uh, during the midday time. And uh, I would come on at 4 o'clock in the afternoon with, uh, with Good Sounds. And that was my start on, on Dubai. 92 and uh, it was great this morning to be able to go on to Dubai 92 and reminisce a little bit uh, with Jono and Nats on the breakfast show oh that's amazing so you said you did an audition or you sent them a tape of something uh, what was the song uh, the big song I opened up the show with it today that I uh, started my audition with uh, was uh, Phil Collins and something happened on the way to heaven and it got a nice long introduction, so you had plenty of talk time, as we say, uh, before the actual vocal came in. And uh, that was uh, that was it. There was no looking back after that. I was on, and I did lots of different shows, from the weekend breakfast show, request shows, to um, Planet Jazz. I did a jazz show. And, um, yeah, uh, until, of course, um, things started to get restructured a little bit, and uh, Dubai Eye was conceived. And uh, I was there from day one of Dubai Eye. I was actually part of the, uh, the opening team for this radio station, which I'm very, very proud of. Oh, I'm sure. And I believe you've also clocked up a lot of impressive uh, firsts, um, interviews, I think, with some of the best-known faces in show business. <laughs> interviews um, have been Donny amazing. Osmond, yep. uh, Quincy Jones, yep. what, George Clooney, if yep. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, George Clooney. That, yeah, that was... That was quite. Um, uh, that was an odd one, actually, because it was uh, wasn't a very nice guy on that interview. Because what I did, we hadn't actually got an interview scheduled with Mr. Clooney, but the, another radio station had. So they were all set up and waiting for George to come over. But I got my little roving microphone with me. So as he was kind of walking towards um, the, this particular station, I jumped in and said, "Hi, Mr. Clooney. I'm Mark Lloyd from Dubai I 103.8. Can I have a, a few words with you?" He smiled smiled and uh, we probably spoke for about eight minutes um when it was supposed to be the time for another radio station to get it but i just had to do it and i jumped in yeah and spoke to uh, the one and only george clooney who was such oh. a lovely man oh absolutely i mean i would jump at the opportunity <laughs> as well oh that's great and I, I i know that of course um i think also at a point maybe in time you had also met um luther vandross uh, I didn't actually meet him. He was my favourite singer at the time, and I got the opportunity to um, uh, to speak to him over the phone when he was re releasing a brand new album. Thanks to Phil Blizzard for organising that. And uh, following on from that, I actually named my son Luther after that uh, oh, interview. Okay. So, uh, Luther, if you're listening, um, that's who you were named after, the soul singer Luther Vandross. Oh, that's amazing. Well, I also recall um, you working on a cruise liner, and I know that obviously that was a big part of um, you know your musical career. 
um, I think sailing through the Caribbean, right? Yeah, the, the Caribbean. I was lucky. Um, I got myself in a band that were uh, offered um, a contract to uh, to go and perform on Royal Caribbean cruise lines on a ship called the Nordic Prince, which its home port was in Miami, and we would do seven, ten, and fourteen day cruises around the Caribbean. How lucky was I? We call it oh, places yeah. like Saint Thomas, Jamaica, Barbados. Uh, sometimes sail down to South America, to Venezuela and Brazil, and um, we'd sail all over the place, uh, some uh, places in the States as well, including New Orleans, which was just amazing. So, uh, yeah, bobbing around on a cruise ship. I was very, very lucky and very honored to be able to do that. Oh, it definitely sounds like it. Well, in, in you know, Dubai or, you know, Dubai 92, when you first started, um, do you remember your first day? I remember it clearly my first day. And the, the strange things was, back then, I used to get dressed up to go and present a radio show. And when I say dressed up, I mean, uh, I put a shirt and a tie on. I was going to say, was it a suit and tie? Yeah, it, well, it, yeah, it was. I'd put a tie on and uh, I had a briefcase. I looked more like I was going to do a job in a bank than uh, work <laughs> on a radio station. I had a, a briefcase. I remember it was kind of a reddish colour. I'd open up the briefcase and my book of hit singles with it was in there. And I, I used to spend a lot of time collecting uh, magazines, smash it magazines or newspapers because we needed things to talk about there was no internet then there was nowhere to get any information yeah we needed the content so content came from newspapers and magazines way back then so uh, uh, it was kind of different there was not a computer in sight so nowhere to get your information from apart from those newspapers Wow. I mean, look at the difference now, you know, within a click of a button, you have the information right in front of you and obviously the music available in seconds as well. Exactly. It certainly makes a big difference. Well, Nada, it's been amazing to walk down memory lane with you. And I can't thank you enough for getting those uh, clips from my dear friend, Michelle. Oh, that's great. I I just want to tell you also just a few just last words. So just from the team at Dubai Eye, I asked a few just to, you know, describe you in a single word or two. So... (laughs) From Robbie, uh, he says ageless. Pretty sums up. Pretty much sums up Mark. Um, Serena says that you are a legend, a melomaniac. Um, Tom says large. <laughs> uh, Nadia Swan says genuine. Sneha warm. Fazlu energetic, and Sagar is says caring. So wow. on that note, I've always had you know personally tremendous admiration for your work, and have been listening to you host different shows for years. There are very few people that can do the breadth of jobs that you could and do those well to a high standard. Um, so for me and the team at Dubai Eye and all the listeners, thank you for being wonderful, Mark. Nada, you are a superstar, and uh, it's been a real pleasure chatting with you. I'm just going to play a, a little clip of of this song, especially for uh, Woke Him, who messaged in. Remember this one. Back in Dubai from Sal Davis. Oh, you morning light Never looked so well On the day that I left you I made a mistake I could tell when a southern breeze gave a last embrace, I was caught on the tide that was rushing from place to place. Back in Dubai, there's a sun 
Lunch with Lloyd. On Dubai Eye, 103.8. We're going to go to the telephone lines right now, and uh, a friend of mine that's been here probably as long as I have um, is Gail Clough of The Laughter Factory. Good afternoon to you, Gail. How are you? Oh, congratulations, Mark, if you're... <laughs> Surviving in the desert with me, yeah. <laughs> uh, indeed, yeah. Um, 30 years. So, so, Sammy Gale, I mean, you set up the Laughter Factory, I think, 25 years ago. So uh, how long before that uh, had you been here for? Well, I'm almost 30 years. I'm, um, I'm 29 years, so I'm, not, I'm actually not far behind you. And it's quite funny because I was saying the reason that I set up the Laughter Factory was because all the entertainment we had was duos in mullets. And who was one of those? I was one of those. Hey, hang on a minute. I was definitely one of those in the, uh, our duo. At the Hilton. At the Hilton Hotel, that's right, in uh, the Falcon Lounge there. And sometimes we play in that and very Charger. posh restaurant over in Sharjah as well at the Holiday Inn. Um, yeah, we spoke about some great memories. And, I mean, you arrived out here, Gail, um, as probably the, the first lady DJ in the city. Yeah, 93. I was over at the Intercontinental yeah, which was on the on the creek. That was the flashiest, nastiest hotel in town. Then it was, and um, it's still a lovely hotel. I remember the fish. It's still love. I still love going there. It's got a fantastic restaurants. Yeah, the, well, the fish market is one that I remember from from over there. Yeah, and there's a good Iranian place as well. Right. So you were playing um, music in in the night. What what kind of tunes were were happening back then? What was filling the dance floors? It there? was um, it was Ace of Bass. All that she wants is another baby. Khaled, DD. Hadaway, um, <laughs> Baby Don't Hurt Me. Wow, um, some classics there. I remember that DD by Khalid. That was a massive hit, wasn't it? And funnily oh, enough, it went on forever and ever. Ace of Base are uh, in town um, this coming Friday. Oh, yes, that's of course. Yeah, I should get myself a ticket for that. You should. Hey, do you remember, do you remember the time when they made a cake that went from Dubai oh. to Sharjah? Don't tell me about and, uh, that. And that was, um, I wasn't actually assigned to go and cover that, but my good friend and colleague jason lumber was oh. so he was sent down to the creek um where a huge i think the the world's largest or longest cake had, cake. Been, had been made um you know and there were lots of crowds there lots of people were there and then somebody announced over the loudspeakers over the pa That's system it. that somewhere in that cake was a set of keys for a brand new car you can imagine what happened was, they, said to the was, cake. they said it was the biggest bug fight in the world ever you can imagine Imagine what happened to that cake with a set of car keys in there. <laughs> That's uh, my favourite Dubai story ever, actually. Yeah, it's oh, a... Do you remember when... My other favourite one from back in the day was... Do you remember when we all went to see The Temptations and we were waiting oh. for James Brown to come on? Yeah. And his hairdryer packed up and he couldn't get his booth on right and he wouldn't come on stage and, oh, there was thousands of people waiting for him to fix his hair backstage. Oh, my goodness. I remember that beauty. That, that was, um, was it at the tennis stadium? I think it was at the tennis stadium. As you said, the Temptations were on there. I think uh, the Supremes as well were also yeah, on that game. what a light, what a show. James Brown with his full um, orchestra um, behind him. And another thing I remember about that particular concert, um, uh, Gail, is uh, the fact that he kind of brought on a, this magician halfway through his show a female oh, yeah. magician who was just started doing you know all kinds of magic tricks in the middle of, of a james brown show. because she couldn't fix his hair wasn't it <laughs> and maybe maybe that's the reason why but yeah great memory i mean when you look back at, at some great gigs that you've seen um that was just one example um the temptations any more spring to mind gail 
Oh, I mean, remember we used to have those powerboat races, didn't we, on the on the beach with right. like Dr. Alban and yep. and all of those people. I mean, we've just had so many. Dion Warwick came here, didn't she? Yeah, you know? Shaka Khan. Tom Jones, Shaka Khan. We've had everybody here. So has come to Dubai at some stage or another, haven't they? You can't think of there's more people that have been than haven't definitely and uh, one that sticks in my mind and uh, always will from our home city of manchester in the uk is the first simply red concert at the hilton beach oh, Club. Yeah. was epic were you at that Gail? it wasn't it i was at that it was incredible he has such a great voice doesn't he a brilliant voice and a real mancunian <laughs> and uh, uh, he's quite a character to say the least others include uh, lionel ritchie um, at the air show he Oh, you know air. what? He's the only person I will go back and see over and over again. Normally, when I've seen a band, I'm a bit all oh, seen that, done that. What's next? But yeah. with Lionel, I will go over. And I don't even like ballads. I'm such not a romantic at all. But I love listening to his shirt and watching it. This is Dubai I 103.8. You're listening to Lunch with Lloyd. You certainly are, and I must say a big thank you to all my colleagues here at Dubai I 103.8 who just uh, wandered into the studio with a lovely cake and balloons, and, um, you know, uh, we had a lot of fun there, Zena. That was a lot of fun, and you <laughs> did a little dance. Yeah. Um, yeah, how do you feel when we all just stormed the studio and greeted you a happy radioversary? I was overwhelmed, I'll tell you, and uh, I've not done many boomerangs in my time, but you put <laughs> a boomerang up of me with my 30th balloons. There was no boomerang 30 years ago. <laughs> it's a different kind of boomerang. It, it was, wasn't it? Uh, Gail Clough is with us from the Laughter Factory. Um, yeah, 30 years uh, we're celebrating on radio um, today. I mean, Gail, what have been some of your highlights um, over the years um, living here in, in Dubai? And, uh, you know, what, what have been some of the, the high spots for you? Um, well, obviously, the, the DJing as much as the comedy, to be honest, going out and, like you're saying, getting to play huge parties, um, going to big houses, you know, in, well, it was Jamira back in the day, now it's Emirates Hills, and, and DJ some amazing gigs there. Um, you know, you kind of, like, step into that world of rich and famous and then yeah. step back out of it again. I like the contrast to you. Uh, definitely, and uh, as I said... I you... don't want to live in that world, I don't want to live in it, but I no. like to be able to step see in it. and out of it. To see <laughs> it. And, uh, I mean, you were quite an international DJ back then, uh, Gail, weren't you? I mean, uh, you know, Dubai wasn't the only overseas gig that you'd done. No, I did. I did eight different countries. I was the first DJ over the Berlin Wall, and uh, first DJ uh, into communist China. My nothing happening in the eighties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I mean, so that was very interesting. Everyone was riding bikes in those days. Yeah, I mean, a, a girl on your own, did you, did you never feel a, a yeah. little scared, or you know, was you, you know quite what? happy? Everybody in those days, there was no women on. Oh well, I was a girl. I was a child now. I was in my early twenties. Um, and people were just so protective of me. I, I felt far safer when I was travelling than I ever did when I was in Manchester, I can tell <laughs> right. you. Um, okay, so, um, and, and what brought you to Dubai? You literally got this contract at, at Yeah, the it was the same way that I went everywhere else. There was these fantastic agencies in those days that they used to kind of place... Um, having it was kind of like if your hotel was what you call posh or, you know, you fancied yourself, you had a French chef and an English DJ. Okay. Yeah. That, that was the perfect combination. So that was, you know, how you set yourself apart. You had a French chef and an English DJ, and I was lucky that I was able to, like, host on the back of that, really. Now nobody cares if you've got an English <laughs> DJ. 
So, uh, what's your taste in music? I mean, we know that you, the kind of stuff that you were actually playing to fill dance floors back then. Uh, what, what were your personal favourites, favourite artists for you, were Gail? I, I mean, I'm a soul person, you know, I like my Luther Vandross and... You know, um, I like disco. Um, I like I like house, and I actually, my Mark, I like new sounds. I like to absorb fresh sounds, and even something that's like completely taboo. I'll have a listen to drill or whatever you're not supposed to listen to now. I like to see what 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 the kids are listening to because i might i doubt it but i might still be djing in another 10 years <laughs> and you need to know what's happening you do don't you um uh, gail uh, uh, of course a great memory that we share um together is um we were talking earlier on about my days as a musician with michelle and the shoulder pads and mullet haircuts but oh. we actually shared a gig um in karachi in pakistan a few years we ago did, didn't we yeah that was a very strange gig wasn't it it was, but um, it was uh, quite it was an, an adventure. adventure. It was an adventure. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so glad I went. A year, it was like very different. Definitely. Um, I remember landing at Karachi Airport with all my keyboards, and there was supposed to be somebody there to meet us, and there wasn't anybody there to meet us. So uh, it got off to a bit of a bad start. But we. we uh, and it was like, was it not like a, something to do like with a, with cancer charity? And yeah. Just a, a screen up with dying people. It was, in the it of was a, a hospital. <laughs> yeah, it was a hospital. <laughs> Yeah, it was meant to be a party, wasn't it? And there was just this screen up with, like, people dying in front of you, in front of the middle oh, of the party. And we're, tr- and we're trying to play through it, you know? Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> it just, was a bit insane. just coming back to uh, to today, to 2021, I know you've got a tour about to hit the city, um, a Laughter Factory tour, Gail, so yeah, tell me about right. it. Next weekend, I've got a brilliant Irish guy, Danny O'Brien, who I think... We sh- everybody should come and see him. He's, I don't know if people know Tommy Tiernan, but if they do, he's like the new, and I think he's much funnier than Tommy Tiernan. And then there's um, two American acts. We've been having huge success with these American acts. They've been smashing the gigs. Yeah. Um, so it's been nice, actually, because I, for a while we've been on the red list, I've been working the acts out of America. So um, it's been a very pleasant uh, change for everybody. Nice. So uh, when, when are these, gonna gig- uh, these gigs going to be happening? Well, they start at 16th, 17th over at Moven Pick, and then they finish up at Grand Millennium. And on the Friday, we're on the back on the pub again at Duke. That's always been a good gig, so we're glad to be back on there again now. Absolutely awesome. And one thing that we do share, uh, there's no two ways about it, is the love of Luther Vandross. So let's hear some oh. Luther, shall we? Oh, fantastic. This is for you, Gail. Thanks so much for being part of my Thanks, 30th sir. celebrations. Congratulations.
This is Lunch with Lloyd on Dubai Eye 103.8. Yeah, welcome back to the show. We're going to go to the lines right now, and um, a guy who's uh, certainly uh, lived the, the dream in Dubai, pretty much like I have as uh, I celebrate 30 years on radio, is Dave C. joining us on the show. Dave Katanak from the Irish Village. How are you, sir? I'm, I'm amazing. You know, I got a call, and they said, um, can you come on uh, and talk about... Am I echoing? Uh, you are oh, a little bit, okay. yeah, but it's okay. Go on. We can understand you. I'll tell you. I'll tell you, Dan, they said, um, can you come on the air with Martin Lloyd's 30th anniversary? And I thought, you were going to retire, and they were going to give me the job. <laughs> uh, but, I mean, of course, you were on radio before I was. You, you used to be a presenter on Dubai 92, Dave. Yeah, back in 86. I was uh, 1st of January 1986 at 6.30 in the morning. Um, I did... I did weekend breakfast, so did you. Wow. Um, so uh, you must have great memories of those studios at Mactoon Bridge. Yeah, they were amazing. I remember the um, um, the record library. Do you remember that? Yeah, yeah. It was stunning. It was ab- absolutely amazing. And do you remember how they stopped us playing tracks that uh, they didn't want us to play? Well, yeah, um, some tracks were, um, you know, n- not quite appropriate, so had band written on them. I've got a story about that, but I'm not going to spill it right now, because I once played... They also, they, also, they also scratched the records out. Yes, indeed. They back out so you couldn't play it. Yeah. Those are the days. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, you know, you've had a great journey as well. Um, from the place, the fish and chip shop, I remember. You were also uh, a manager of a, a very famous nightclub here. And then, of course, landed at the Irish Village. I mean, you must have some fantastic memories, Dave, of, of being here in Dubai. Oh, dude, it was great. Uh, Dubai was great. Studio 7 was a nightclub. Um, I actually did my first gig with Richard Coram, uh, and we had the real thing in Studio 7. Oh, wow. And, uh, my goodness. And it was because uh, I remember, because I worked in Liverpool, so I remember the real thing from uh, from Liverpool. And uh, Gail was mentioning the, uh, the the powerboat racing, so yeah. the real thing were on. So I went down to see them, and it wasn't the real thing. It was three lads who were about 25 years old. I said, who are you guys? He said, with the real thing. I said, no, you're not, boys. <laughs> uh, the coffee. So, yeah, I've had an amazing time, amazing gigs. Um, the, the air show, um, the horse racing, unbelievable. I mean, Gail again was talking about James Brown. It was actually James Brown's 21-year-old girlfriend that uh, he brought on to do the magic. The, to, to do the, <laughs> the magic show, it was unbelievable. I mean, I just want to touch up. We have spoken about it on radio before, but very quickly, um, one of the all-time memorable gigs has got to be Bob Geldof at, uh, at the Irish Village when I've never seen rain like it in the city of Dubai. Yeah, we talked about it a few times on air, and it was true professional. Uh, rained off the big stage. I go into the dressing room. And he shouted at the band, we're going back on. And, and I said, the stage is gone. And we put him on that little stage we have in the Irish Village. Yeah. And he went on, he said to the crowd, that, and the crowd stayed. And he said, I'm just going to do, I don't like Mondays, and then I'm going. And he did an hour and a half. <laughs> and a lot of that was traditional Cayley Irish music, wasn't it? Which got the crowd. Yeah, he went, he went, yeah, he went back to his old roots. And it was it's stuff you never hear from him. And it's stuff nobody knows. And 
It was. It was stunning. You're right. It was absolutely stunning. Yeah, I, I mean, and he was literally soaked through, wasn't he? Um, you know, when he walked off the, the big stage, he was he was sopping wet. What do you mean he was? We all were. <laughs> Dave, I really appreciate you spending a little bit of time with me to uh, celebrate my 30 years on air and your time here in the city of Dubai. And I've got to play this one for you. Dave there C, there, manager of the Irish Village, super character in Dubai. Book my table for December, Dave. Welcome back to the show. This is Lunch with Lloyd through two o'clock today. Now, uh, as the weekend is just around the corner, we start thinking about what on earth are we going to do with the kids? And uh, the man with all the answers joins us right now, uh, Karim Baydas from uh, Kids Zap. Karim, good afternoon. How are you, sir? Good afternoon, Mark. And I hear congratulations are in order 30 years on the radio. That is correct, yes. Uh, when I walked into Dubai 92 30 years ago, it's uh, quite an anniversary today. We've got balloons, we've got cakes. Uh, we're going to have quite a party here, let me tell you. So you must have been about five years old when you started on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a little bit older than that, Karim. But um, yeah, uh, it really is a, bit, a big, big day for us here on uh, Dubai Eye and indeed on Dubai 92, where I was lucky enough to get an interview on the on the breakfast show um, earlier on today. So um, yeah, uh, let's get into it then, Karim. Thank you so much for the congratulations. What are we up to with the kids this weekend? Okay, so I'm hoping everybody's settled back into school like us. We're done. The kids know what they need to do. We have the registration, and now it's time to start enjoying and doing it on a budget, given how expensive August was with the travel and the school fees and everything. <laughs> so the first thing I have for you guys is for September, we have the offer at Aquaparks Leisure. That's this amazingly fun water obstacle course. It's actually on the beach in kind of a pool over at Kite Beach. So you need to check yep. the app, check out the videos. Yep. We have an offer that's 50 dirhams. That's around 15% off. Plus, if you book now for the next week, you'll get an extra hour if you go between 10 and 3 on the weekdays and on the weekend. Okay, Aquaparks Leisure. Where can we find that? So that's over on Kite Beach. Basically, just Google Maps Salt. I think everybody knows where Salt is. Yep. And then it's right next to it. You'll see it from there. And it's 50 dirhams. Um, and if you book now, then you get that extra hour. Cool. Okay, that's a nice start in the water. Now, let's do a bit of climbing and bouldering, shall we? Yeah, so last week we talked a bit about getting back in shape. Uh, please don't ask me about that. But uh, 
you know, I haven't really done that much. But <laughs> what we've got now as a result is wall climbing and bouldering courses. Rock Republic, which is well known for the high quality courses that they have, I think they're internationally uh, recognized. Mm-hmm. And um, we have a 15% offer over there of a course that is both for an adult and kids. So, for example, it's a 12-week course. Instead of paying 900, you pay only 765, and you just book through the app and align with them on your dates and times. That's every Tuesday and Thursday. Nice one. So if we fancy some climbing there, uh, there's also stuff going on at Fun City. And I believe Oli Oli as well is celebrating their anniversary, turning four. Exactly. So at Fun City, we do have a general offer that's for the play area and also the swipes. So, for example, you get 15% off for 99. You get full day play area access for your kid plus 10 game swipes. So that's over at Fun City and Funville. Oli Oli turns four, and we've got an amazing offer for them going on. That's 25% off. They're going to be giving a bunch of different gifts throughout the month. The first one is 25% off if you book during September for September. So the normal ticket price would be 126 dirhams. You get them now for 95 dirhams plus cashback. Uh, just for people that haven't come across Oli Oli, um, just describe it for us, because it's more than just a play area. You can really learn a lot as well. Now, look, it's, you know, it, not just learn a lot. So it's basically a kind of interactive children's museum with the focus on fun. So they have about 10 different exhibits. And within each exhibit, there's a bunch of different activities for the kids. It's family wholesome. It's about bonding with your kids as well. One of the things I like about Oli Oli is that when you go there, you don't just actually, um, you know, watch your kids interacting. You get engaged yourself. The activities mm. are fun for you and you really interact you know, physically and also mentally with your child. So it's really nice. Okay, so that's Oli Oli turning four years old. Congratulations to the team over there. What else have we got? So this one is one of my favorites. I used to love, like, outdoor adventures in Paris when I was young. And during summer, it was really hot. But finally, outdoor playground at Barari is reopening this weekend. And they've done some new renovation, new features there. They've got, you know, like, kind of mini ponds and lakes and climbing frames. They've got uh, healthy ice cream and healthy burgers there as well. And it's a massive outdoor kind of adventure playground. Prices there are going to be going up soon. So take advantage of our offer now uh, while the weather still is getting nice. It's 11 dirhams for adults, 16 dirhams for kids. It's over in Barari. And literally, it's for any age. Okay. Um, that sounds rather good. Uh, we also got a daycation, um, which is always great for the family at the weekend at Swiss Hotel. Yeah, so I think these days I always like to also throw in something about different vacations. This one at Swiss Hotel includes a healthy lunch, kids' access to the play areas, pool access, gym access, and also 50% off spa. So the idea is that it's kind of vacation, but also it's got a bit of health and relaxation involved. Yeah. So, for example, if you wanted the two-course meal, it's really good price. It's only 55 dirhams, including all of that. If you wanted the three-course meal, it's 65 if you book through KidsUp. Cool. Um, now, heading over to Sharjah, and certainly for residents of Sharjah, uh, Adventureland is over there. What's going on? So Adventureland is one of the most interesting places I've been to. Uh, I went over there a few months ago. It's in Sharjah, in the mall, I think the Sahara Mall. And it's a huge area. It has both kind of these arcades where you swipe and you play. It also has things like bumper cars, shooting games. But it also has four or five, maybe six roller coaster type rides. That are that you would be quite. I don't think there's a mall I've seen anywhere that has such intense roller coaster rides. Even one mm-hmm. of them takes you out 
of the park itself, and you start going through the mall on the roller coaster. So it's quite cool. That's over in Sharjah. I think it's worth the drive also if you're coming over from Dubai. We've got an offer that's around 50% off or more. It's 99 dirhams. You get two hours unlimited pass, and the parent gets to play with the child for free. Or you can get the 300 credits, you know, where you swipe for the attractions, and one free ride, and you get that for half price, only around 150 dirhams. Uh, that's open. That's basically valid all weekend, weekend. Right then, and we're finally going to wrap uh, things up for things to do with the kids, with Kids Up, up in Abu Dhabi. And um, I think we're going to do a little bit of kayaking. So this is the best time of the year to be out on the water. Um, over at Anantara Hotel in Abu Dhabi, they have a kayaking tour which goes with a guide that talks to you about the wildlife and the nature. I believe you see turtles, you see, you know... Uh, different kinds of animals, and also the mangoes themselves are very special. It's a whole ecosystem. So every sunrise and sunset, if you book through the app, you get 15%, 10 to 15% off, and that's basically daily. So you just have to go book through the app and then drive over to Abu Dhabi, enjoy the sunset, and then you can look through our app for other offers, maybe at the hotels for vacations, like at Emirates Palace, things like that. Uh, Karim, great to have you on the show. That's uh, Karim from Kids App. You can find uh, all those deals on the app.